Thank you, everyone, for joining us and subscribing to Unbreakable Podcast. Again, this is Tom Shea, CEO of Adamantine Alliance and author of Unbreakable and Navy SEALs Way of Life. And hey, we're, this is 2018. So today's podcast is about 2018. And thank you, anyone, everybody, for joining and subscribing over the last year. And we look forward to a great year this year as well and for sharing with you great people and great topics. For those who joined last year, thank you for your comments. I love them. And I love the ideas that you have brought forward and for the recommendations to seek out certain types of people and to talk about various subjects. For those now joining, let me say that we look forward to bringing you frank, authentic discussions about leadership, about failure, and ultimately about success, about doing what it takes to overcome challenges and to finally arriving at the finish line, because that's what I'm interested in. And I'm interested in talking to people that have found ways through problems that would benefit everybody, and that's what we do. Today is New Year's Day. For those who are listening not on New Year's Day, it was originally intended to be a New Year's Day discussion about 2018. And So today's podcast has four parts. So the first part is about cleaning up 2017 with lessons learned. The second part is creating like an end goal for 2018. Third part is about discussing the known minefields, and there's millions of them, that will derail your efforts this year. And the fourth part is to finally end with a challenge for 2018. So let's begin. 2017 is over. I want to begin with that statement because it's over. All the things you did are done. All the good, all the bad things that have happened are over. This year is complete or that year is complete. So leave it behind. You cannot undo it. You cannot make amends The bullet has left the barrel and has hit whatever target it hit. It hit it. It's over. Whatever you do or think about today or this year will only be affected by the past if you, and I say that with all the love that I can say it, yes, you brought it forward with you today. I don't want to underestimate that reality. But you personally need to be responsible to the fact that you carry your past with you and you can also leave it. I've made a list of lessons that I've personally learned and the context in which these events happen to make me walk away from the lesson having learned something that I can either take or drop. I suggest you also make a list of lessons from 2017. Put a little context to them so that you can remember why you learned that particular lesson. And then use the lessons if they're applicable. So my first lesson that I found constantly is practice. So the context has three points. 
my personal physical context in which I learned practice, my business context, and watching my clients learn and apply what we are doing in the Forging Leaders training. So those are the three kind of contexts in which practice has come up during 2017. My personal physical stuff centers around ultra-level endurance events. That is to say running 100-mile or 50-mile races and also doing the 24-hour challenge we hold here in Greenville. So why practice as a lesson learned? Here's the deal. Practice is the sole differentiator of being successful, period. That's all we could probably talk about for the rest of our lives is practice, practice, practice. Boy, if everybody wants to win or do well, but so few do, everybody wants to win, but nobody practices. Nobody wants to practice. Practice takes time. It takes energy. And it's often not easy because when you're learning something new, the first few times you feel like a pig on stilts. Anytime you learn something new, the first few times you do it, you're not going to be, it's not going to go well. Probably why nobody wants to practice. I want to share with you what, it ta- what it's like to practice ultra-level endurance events. And just give me a second to share that because what happens in practice can really be illuminated when you look at how people do very difficult things. <clears throat> the baseline to be successful at crossing the line in an ultra event you have to work at putting in the exact amount of miles for that particular event each week. For example, if you're running a 100 miler, if that's the event that you're trying to accomplish, you have to put in 100 miles a week. And that's cool and all, but you have to start six months prior to that. Six months before you, six months before, it's difficult to even run three miles a day. So three times seven is 21. That's not even close to what it takes to being successful. So six months prior, it actually hurts. It hurts to go out and run. You don't have the time to go out and run. Your mentality is literally telling you, hey, this isn't cool. My feet hurt, I'm fat, my back hurts, and you're six months out You run three miles and you're like, oh my gosh, I can hardly even do a 15-minute mile. That's what it's like at the six-month mark. So what about practice? I would say 50% of the people in the world kill themselves off in any endeavor in the first week because it's awkward. It feels bad. And their old lifestyle doesn't want to accommodate to this new thing that they're practicing. That's just a a review of practice. I could go on and on and on about that, but I wanted to show you, or at least speak to you, about the element of practice in in an endurance event and what some small elements have to happen. 
practice is there as a concept. Next is my, I would call my business of training leaders across the country. I do a curriculum-based experiential learning program. That's the best way I can describe it. In order to do that, we have to, I have to practice delivery. I have to run through the actual teaching of the curriculum and work out the bugs prior to delivering it in front of somebody. I learned in SEAL training, or in the SEAL program, if you will, over the 23 years I was there, that you have to practice until you get it. Before you go out and do something where you're going to be held accountable, you had to have put in the time and effort and energy in practicing that new thing. I learned in the SEAL program as well, after practicing, you have to when you're going to have to teach somebody something, you have to practice delivery at least 20 times in front of somebody that's not like your intended audience. That's 20 times of practicing teaching. Practice is rough because you have to face the fact that the, the first time you do it, you can't do it. My experience with learning how to deliver a new training block is that it takes me two weeks of practicing before I can deliver it in front of somebody. Sad, but that's the deal. The next point in practice as a learning lesson from 2017, as I stated, was observing my clients go through the forging leaders training, observing them practice. I know when I give the training that the clients will not be able to do the things that I'm teaching them to do. I know it will be foreign and uncomfortable and unclear until they, them, put in the practice to learn the new thing that I'm showing them. The deal with coaching is to get the client through the uncomfortable learning of practice. It's uncomfortable. And as a coach, you know it's going to be uncomfortable for them. And there's nothing you can do as a coach. All you can do is put them in it, knowing it's going to be uncomfortable, and help them through the uncomfortable times. You can't release them from the discomfort of practice. They have to go through it. But as I say, the peeps go to, got to practice. That The practice is unbearable. It's unbearable to witness. It's probably tough for them to do as well. To actually learn what we are teaching takes a month of them practicing to learn the new block. It takes them a month of practice. That is the deal. It takes a month, not two days, not two weeks. There is no hack to be successful. There's just practice. So here's my conclusion. My conclusion is that practice is to commit to practicing until you actually get the thing done that you want, that you just are learning. Keep practicing. Who cares if it takes three months, five years, or a lifetime? For God's sake, keep at it until you get it. Run away from any person or marketing pitch that uses the word hack. There is no reality to a life hack. A hack will destroy your effort at the most inopportune time.
because you hadn't put in the time and practice to actually master it. So the second thing from 2017 is surround yourself with action people. So the context is rather simple. The people in your life outside of your family need to be people who are up to something in their lives. People who are action-oriented with very little drama. People who are up to shit. You will find are very encouraging and will encourage you for you to be up to to stuff. People who are in action both need help and want you to ha- and want help. And they'll help you. Drama, however, comes from no action. There's a difference between people who are in action and people who have drama. The people who have drama can't get their own shit going. So they they get drama. So if the people in your life are filled with drama, I pretty much guarantee they aren't up to much in their own life. They will bring drama and no action into yours. So be very careful. Drama isn't having problems. For God's sake, we all have problems we are facing. Drama is literally being committed to the problem and not committed to the solution. Run from drama, people. They will kill you very slowly. So that was my reiterate or my lessons learned from 2017. I pray that you go forward and write down some lessons and some context in which you learn those lessons so that you can reflect on them. <clears throat> so next is 2018 is a new year. All bets are off. How do we make 2018 a magnet drawing out the best in us and pulling us ever closer to the reward at the end of 2018? So I'm going to offer a framework that obviously needs to be filled in by you. I'm going to frame it up. You fill in the middle spots or the gaps. The first block is to honor your word. Respect the words that come out of your mouth. Give credence to them. Listen and and note the words that come out of other people's mouths. And respect them, those words as well. Hold those people accountable to what they say. That's a gift. I didn't tell you what to say. I said respect what you say and what they say and hold you and them accountable. The second block is actually five things. And here they are in linear order. Take care of your body and your health by having a challenging physical goal that demands you to engage your body every single day. There are not days off in your physical health. Stop cheating your body by by taking days off. For me, it is the biggest travesty in life is to watch people of all ages neglect their health. No amount of money can overcome a heart attack. None. You can't work harder at work to have a better health. You can't do it. 
With great health comes endurance and perseverance in every area of your life. When you have health, you can endure and persevere at a higher level everywhere. The second one is constantly be learning new things. Read and then go see if what you read is applicable. Don't read only for entertainment. Read for value and then go work the shit out. Talk to people who know something you don't and have them teach you. Let me tell you something. Youth is smart. The older we get, the more we realize that we utterly are uninformed about a great many things. And here's how I say it. Don't be a know-it-all. So fill in the blanks. Three, there are more jobs and opportunities in the United States than there are people alive in the world. There's no lack of jobs. There's only lazy people. Sorry that that truth may be brutal. It is brutal. So the third thing is to pursue opportunity all the time. Get off of your butt and make money doing the things that you want to do that inspire you. There's ways to make money everywhere. Work your butt off. Make money. Wake up early. Get on the phone. Be uncomfortable. Ask for coaching. Lead if you must. Follow if you must. But for God's sakes, get after it. The fourth thing. Here's the real deal. Love your wife. Love your husband. Love your kids. Family is the force multiplier in everything. Neglect them and you will pay in the short and long term a percentage that no investment can outrun. The chick, the hottie across the street, the handsome dude, ain't going to be better for you because you will finally again show up as you not knowing how to love. I want to say this because training leaders for the past decade, the relationships at home are the killer to success. If you don't have a great home life, eventually it will kill you. Period. Finally, the link pin to the real deal is what I'd like to call this. Take time to meditate or pray or be silent and listen. Find a way to make sense of your life. Find a way to connect the dots or points of interest. Everything, all the time, is inextricably linked together and to you. Be brave enough to be a part of that connection and linkage. You matter. Praying and meditate, meditating on that fact is vital. Pray and meditate on the fact that you matter. Oddly, only 20% of the people do this effectively. The other 80% wander around aimlessly.
The next part, as we discussed, is how to overcome the minefields that will derail you or people. The first minefield, there's millions, but here's one that I know about. The first minefield is to give up finding your why before you find something to be committed to. Get committed to something in your life. It doesn't matter what it is. Just commit to something to see it through to conclusion. That is called having a goal. Sign up for a marathon. Commit to learning something you don't know. Take, a, take on a hard project at work. Commit to ha- helping your wife or your husband or your kids on something that they want to achieve. Commit to your spiritual, spiritual journey. Don't ask why you are doing something until you are committed. You will be freaking miserable if you are searching for your why if you don't have commitment. And I'm not saying why is not important, but it ain't the first thing that you look for because you can't find why until you're committed. The second mine you must avoid. Don't do anything alone. Get a partner. Get a coach. Ask for help. And do what that help tells you to do. Stop watching the movies that seem to depict people doing it alone. That's why it's in a movie, because it ain't real. You cannot do anything great by yourself in the real world. In the fantasy world, Superman exists. And Spider-Man. They go out and do it alone. That's the fantasy world. In the real world, every winner has a team behind them. The final minefield, just because I'm going to limit it, is simply that you must not quit. You will fail more times than you will succeed. That's the deal. You're going to fail more times than you succeed. The rule of thumb, and there's a rule of thumb to this. The rule of thumb is that you'll succeed 20% of the time. That means that 2 out of 10 times you'll do it right or, or win. That's success. If you win more than that, you're either watching TV or doing the same thing. If you're going to try something bold, you're going to f- win only 20% of the time. Those are the minefields. So I want to leave you with this. And I like challenges because they make you grow. So the first challenge for 2018, I lead into this challenge with two ideas or phrases. The first one is simple but not easy. The second phrase is basics win. So as you look at your next year, as you reflect on your past and write down the lessons you did learn, as you determine your goals for 2018, and try to avoid the minds, the explosive minds that will blow you up, I ask you to get back to the basics. And basics are simple things you will do. 
and that nothing is worth that is worth having is easy. The first challenge in 2018 is this. For the month of January, or whenever you listen to this, start. You could, you know, maybe you listen to this in March. Who knows? So, but per se, for the month of January, do these simple things every day. There's seven of them. Wake up and take ten deep breaths before you get out of bed. Two, read your goals that you're going to do that day out loud. Drink one glass of water before you do anything else. Exercise or, as you would say it, pursue your physical goal for at least an hour every day. Spend 30 minutes a day with your loved one or spouse. At work, accomplish one thing each day. Pray or meditate at least 10 minutes a day. Simple, but not easy. Those are the basics of success. Those are the basics. And by the way, one out of 10,000 people can accomplish this. I challenge you to be that one person and to watch your life be awesome this month just by doing the seven unbreakable basic skills. Get some.